to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 8, Episode 3. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, I think we need to start with the love romance that were being forced on us between Gemma and Davide. You know, they went on a date... Dave, I, I don't want to keep talking about him. And I can see online, like, she's <laughs> she's just getting stick. And he is, I don't trust this guy, Dave. I'll be honest. I think Gemma, I think you, your point is stuck in my head about the maturity of her. She's the youngest one there, two years in lockdown. Mm. I think that's a lot to do with it. And I do think because she's within this closed environment world and she's been brought up with money and all this stuff, there's not, not a, I'll say a level of entitlement, but there's a sort of arrogance, I think, that, I don't know whether it's it's nervousness. I don't know. But Davide, Dave, this guy, he's got the package. He's got everything. But I just don't trust him. I think when the new girls come in, and we're going to see them, obviously, in tomorrow's episode, he's going to be straight in there. I don't believe this romance. And that bloody cutting lemonade bollocks, whatever they were doing, lemons. I thought this is one of the worst dates I've seen on Love Island. It was crap. Yeah, I'm with you. Although I was, I was thinking about it slightly differently after the episode. And I was thinking, well, it, it, have they just brought the baby challenge forward? <laughs> <laughs> For Davide. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have seen a lot of stick for Gemma. And, and uh, there's it's in the news that... Um, the Owen family are scrambling to get her set up with a PR company because, you know, she's getting so much negative press and stuff. But you've got to kind of taper that with, I, I still think she is a child. I think that kind of, she comes across like nasty and boring, quite honestly. I still laugh at her own bio. It's like, oh yeah, I'm fun and flirty. No, nasty and boring is, is where I'd pigeonhole you. But I am going to give her a little bit of a pass because she, again, she, she just seems so young to me. She's just like the, the most attractive girl at school. Who's got all of the, you know, boys fall, falling over themselves for her. And, you know, she's not been able to go out in a, in a pub or a club in Chester or probably Liverpool, Manchester without people knowing that she's Michael Owen's daughter. And, and she has that kind of arrogance with her, but she just needs to grow up a little bit. And and I think, I don't, I don't know where these two are going to go, but you, you can look at her as an individual, Davide, you know, again, I, 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 he's incredibly good looking. He, he's basically, he's Paolo from Friends, isn't he? He's <laughs> basically him. I, I, I just think, I don't like the coyness. I, I, to me, that speaks to him being a little bit of a player. Um, but, you know, let's let's kind of see there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think ITV have just got it wrong as well. It's like everyone is like, you know, looking through their fingers. Is the oldest contestant really going to pick the youngest contestant? Is, is that how this is going to go? And ITV are like, certainly is. And we're going to send them on the first date as well. So... <laughs> You know, they just, we've seen it a few times from the producers, haven't they? They just don't read the pulse of the nation. But uh, yeah, I, I I think the other reason Gemma is getting a bit of stick is she's just fairly horrible to Liam. 
you know, and and old, you know, dumb and dumber there, you know, you're, so you're saying there's a one in a million chance. I, he's just not reading it at all, is he? But the nation spoke, Chris, because he's the one walking away with the dates, which I was very sad about because I wanted to have a date. <laughs> That's who we voted for, Dave. <laughs> we want to stir the pot. We don't want to feel sorry for Liam. Come on, get over it. Just stir the pot and create some drama. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. I will say, Dave, we did get a little bit of spice today. I, I think Luke has got a bit of a temper on him, Dave. So Andrew double-dipped yeah. him, didn't he? I think Luke, has, he, he, he was quite upfront, and Andrew had had a word with him and Ollie and speaking to Tasha, and he's like, oh, he's stirring it here. I, and, and when you, we were talking about on Discord tonight, and I was like, oh, hang on a minute. And then it was very apparent what he'd done, but Luca did pull him, Dave. I don't think Luca's going to uh, f- uh, suffer Phil's gladly, whether you like him or not. I quite like what he did there. I thought he's calling this fucking joker out, to be honest. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, I'd missed it. And you guys were talking about it on Discord that Andrew had basically said to Tasha, oh, you know, you're not in Luca's top three. You know, just try and like uh, cock block him essentially. You know, just you know, Andrew's interested in Tasha, so you know, it is a bit snaky, absolutely. Um, but I'm think I'm rubbing my hands, I'm like, oh, fucking get in. <laughs> you know, this is you, you don't say shit like that and it doesn't come back to you, so this is a bit of drama. But Chris, and you're right, Chris, I think you know, Lucas does have probably a little bit of a temper, um, and you know. He said, didn't he, you know, on the outside, it'd be a bit different. But Chris, they just talked it out and Andrew just fucking folded. I had my money on him. I was like, come on, let's fucking have some drama here. They just sat down, discussed it like mature adults. I was very disappointed, Chris. I was thinking (laughs) this is the first proper bit of drama that we're going to get. And it it left me a bit flat, to be quite honest, because I'm like, oh, we're into season eight now. And we keep hoping for, you know, some of the highlights, some of the drama that we've seen in the past. And I'm like, is that dead? They're all too fucking self-aware. They've seen all the series before. They know how, you know, to handle some of these conflicts that come up. Uh, Is Love Island as we knew it dead, Chris? Well, at the moment, Dave, I wouldn't say it's got off to a roaring start. I wouldn't. I'm hoping that the new girl's coming in. The, the, the thing is, Dave, with the new girls coming in, nobody other than Gemma and Davide are in a proper relationship, are they? So, so, no. so I, well, actually, I tell a lie because the one couple who've got chemistry, we finally got some airtime at the end was Dami and Amber. They kissed mm. and there is proper chemistry between them. It, it, it was, it, it was a polar opposite to Gemma and Davide. They were sort of like two really good looking people, and but there's just nothing between them. And it's a fucking like two p- planks of wood talking to each other. <laughs> it was really boring. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It was so boring, their conversation. But when you looked at uh, Amber and Demi, it was really, uh, Demi, Demi, sorry. It was really sweet. I thought there was a good bit of there. There was a bit of passion in the kiss. And that was at the end of the episode. I mean, we even got India and Akina yeah. actually had a chat now, Dave. They got a bit of airtime final, which was good. I don't think there's much there. That's a bit of an awkward uh, relation. And that's just convenience thing at the moment. He might develop. He said he did like her and that. I don't know. But I think the stuff that's been forced on us with Gemma and Davide is just what's put me off slightly at the moment. However, it would have been Davide all day long for the date. That would have stood it. But I don't think, I mean, I'm saying that. I don't think Gemma would have been asked. I think she'd have been like, all right, mate, whatever. You know, I mean, I don't think she's had to fight 
for guys, Dave, even though it's at such a young age, I think because she's he is no. good, she's good looking. She's got this thing at the back, but I was pissing myself, Dave, because I thought this is the bit she's going to say about her dad. And then Hannah had a pop at me saying, because I've mentioned the reality radar, or I'd have said it, Dave. She stopped <laughs> it. But I did think there was a time there when she was talking to him about her family. She's going to drop in there about her dad. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, go on, go on, say it. And she hasn't, to be fair, with three episodes in and she's not mentioned him yet. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that there is zero chemistry between Gemma and uh, Davide. They are both extremely good-looking people, but when they talk, they're just on slightly different wavelengths. It, it's just it's jarring, you know. And like, you know, she's going on about, uh, you know, she's really looking for someone to be family-oriented, and you know, he's just fucked off from Italy and left all his family behind there. So clearly not, you know. And and like when they talk. There's almost, you know, he tries to make a little joke and then she has a little snipe back at him. It just, it just feels awkward. Now, again, the bastard in me, Chris, wants this to thaw out, wants them to get on a bit better, <laughs> wants this fucking weird uh, age gap relationship to blossom a little bit so it can get fucked up further down the line. But because <laughs> you're right, there's not really that much that much in in the other couples and again I, I still think it's down to this uh letting the public choose the couples at the start yeah i think so i i agree dave and that's what's missing but i do i do <laughs> you know when you watch these things dave and you're like what the fuck now i get called out by sam off the podcast because she'll say to me i said that and i've like brought it up in the, the show and, and I will give a credit these days Dave there is the odd time I've nicked a bit of Sam's source material but <laughs> she spotted Luca was talking to Tasha what the fuck is going on you know obviously Crocs are back in and I've took the piss me and my brothers have took the piss out of my dad for years because he's been wearing Crocs when they first come out Dave and they were always like an old Duffers type <laughs> shoes now Crocs are in, aren't they? I mean, I've even looked at Adidas Crocs recently I was going to buy, so I can't really say anything for myself. I'm calling myself out, but, you know, they're in. But Luca had on Angela Lansbury fucking chain around his shades, Dave, like he's a fucking librarian. So when he's on to Tasha, he's got someone. <laughs> like, Why the fuck has he got that chain on his glasses? You know? Dave Edna. Yeah, Dave Edna. <laughs> and I had not noticed it. And then I went, I'm using that. And I went, I'll give you credit before you say anything because someone will give it me. But we watched this and I was like, what the fuck are they? Now, are these a fashion statement, Dave, that are going to come in and we're going to be like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to have them on? I don't know. But they were really, really jarring. And I kept thinking of, <laughs> no, I also kept thinking of, Dave, this is a proper left field reference. But in Greece, the head teacher wears them when she's talking, the bing bong oh, thing comes yeah, on, you're bing bong, yeah. you know, whatever <laughs> the, the school's called. And she's chatting away and she's got them on the end of her nose. And every time we talk to Tasha, I'm like, Tasha must be thinking, I can't take you fucking seriously. You've got your fucking grandma's fucking sunglasses <laughs> on. So just the silly observation that maybe has made us both chuckle tonight. Yeah, but I, I, I completely agree. It, it it did look odd, but, you know, I saw out of touch with fashion, Chris. No idea. No me idea too, if that's too. what the kids are going to be wearing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, it was old in Greece, which is set in the 50s, but, uh, but there you go. 
I tell you what else was weird. We talked about Luca and Andrew uh, kind of having a bit, you know, the the promise of a bit of drama, and then it all fizzled out. But did you not think it was weird for Luca to go chewing Paige's ear off about what Andrew had done because he saw it because he is, you know, he does have genuine interest in Tasha, whereas Paige is like, well, what are you telling me that for? Yeah, I like Paige actually, Dave. I think she's quite, uh, she seems yeah. quite normal, doesn't she? She's not come in there as in great. I wish I'd not had a lot of time on the in front of the cameras for us. It's been about other couples, but she comes across quite nice at the moment. I think her and Tasha, out of all the contestants, are my favourite because they seem normal. There doesn't seem to be anything. The lads seem a bit threatened because of Davide, and obviously I understand that, but the guys are not giving me a lot, whereas they're the two that seem to be quite bubbly and quite chatty. They seem quite normal about them. They're not prancing around yeah. with all the makeup on and that. They're just there to have a good time. So at the moment, they seem, and when they talk in the VT, they, they come across really well, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I, I just thought it was weird because, you know, Luca is kind of, you know, he's open to something with Paige as well. You know, and he's sort of trying it on, trying a bit footsy in the bed and stuff. And it's like, it, it just seems weird out of all the people in the villa <laughs> to be speaking to her about your interest in Tasha. Uh, yeah. Just very strange. I mean, those two are, are the favourites for the girls, you know, to to win according to Betfair. Well, um, at the moment, I'd agree, Dave, to be honest. I think Tasha may be the favourite. Over all of them, I think, over Paige slightly. She's been featured a bit more. I do think mm. as well, though, Dave, like, again, the show dragging it out. I know it's on longer this time, and, it, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking eight to ten weeks or whatever it is. It's a long session, this one. But they bigged up these new girls at the end of the last episode, and then tonight... We don't even see them do it until the end. We get the same VT mm. and we get literally two minutes of him, like, you know, Ekin Sanchez coming in, Athia, they're coming in, and that's it. I would have thought if they were going to do that, they should have just announced that these two girls want a date at the end of this episode because I was anticipating a little bit of drama. The, the green-eyed monster comes out because whether it's a good-looking guy comes in or good-looking girls, whoever it is, they're always looking over the shoulder, aren't they? Like, oh, I feel a bit threatened. That's the whole point of the show. But it just seems a bit of a waste, really. I was like, well, you could have just announced these tonight. We didn't need it last night because I was anticipating some of that didn't happen. Yeah. And again, I think that was a bit of a misfire. Well, it depends how you look at it, doesn't it? Because is it a misfire or, you know, at the end of last night's episode, are we like, oh, we definitely got to watch it tomorrow. And yeah. then they keep us hanging on, you know, for the whole episode. And then they walk in right at the end. And then you're like, oh, crap. But I need to see it tomorrow now to see the actual dates, you know. But but actually, I, I think that's what they've gone for. But it, it doesn't, because... They're basically going on dates with the yeah. only single guy in there. Yeah. So whoop de fucking do. <laughs> Sorry to be a miserable bastard, but I'm here for the drama, Chris. I'm not here for the love. So you know, there, there's going to be zero drama created from that, unless you know they'll go on the dates. They might get on with Liam. You know, uh, I guess there could be some drama from that, but you know, it uh, it, it'll turn a Turn a corner for me if, if like, David starts, you know, giving the eyes to Ekinsu or something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she's probably too old for him. 
<laughs> now, now, Dave. Oh, no. I didn't say now, then, now, then, but now, now, Dave. Um, we have had an email, Dave. It's quite an interesting email from Jason. Now, Jason's emailed us before. Thanks for sending it in, mate. A completely different take on Gemma and Davide, Dave. And I would say, going off the consensus, I've not seen a lot of people with this take. However, it's quite interesting. So he's put, Love Island UK, your take on Gemma and David is interesting. Personally, I don't see the creep factor that you guys are picking up. Gemma seems really mature to me and dresses like she's 23. I think it's because of her famous father and family. She seems very reserved and well aware of the game that's going on here. As her and Davide, I think they are well suited to each other. Their first date seems genuinely good, aside from the number of kids' hiccups, laugh out loud. Davide could be a repeat of Adam Collard, but for now, I'm choosing to believe he's a sweet Italian guy. He even said himself he doesn't date too much. As for Amber in India, neither of them expressed interest in him, so I'm not sure why it's a bad thing that he didn't chat with them. Both of them are beautiful girls, though, and I'm hoping they find someone suited for them. Andrew could be the new Jake, but he seems not as stupid, LOL. So uh, thank you for that, Jason. Completely <laughs> different take, Dave, but it shows, doesn't it? Everyone has an opinion, whether we agree or disagree. I do like yeah. it when we get that difference and someone sends in. It's a great email like Jason, really interesting. And and that's what I'm wary of, Dave. When we're talking about Gemma, I know we've, we've, we've been called out about this in the past. It's sort of like, uh, you keep talking about this person, but it's like sometimes when the show is... 60 70 percent about that person it's difficult not it's difficult to pick up on yeah, yeah half a conversation that another couple have because they're only on screen for two minutes i mean it's literally been the Gemma and davidy show for the whole these whole three episodes really yeah yeah it has but no brilliant i mean it, all we talk about are our opinions aren't they and we never say our opinions are the right ones so uh it, it's great to get a different view there it is, Dave. It is. So have you got anything else, Dave, before we close this one off? No, I think that's it. I think, like I say, I'm I'm hopeful for the drama tomorrow, Chris, but uh, I, I'm not expecting. I, I think, mind you, I've got to taper my expectations here. We've seen three episodes. And I always say, you know, when you look back at a season, week one's always a bit crap. And with it, you know, being a bit of a longer season, then you know it probably will be a bit longer before the the drama really kicks in, but uh, but let's see. I think overall, out of all of the Love Island seasons, I think this has been the weakest, to be honest. So far, yeah, so far. Let's hope it gets better though, Dave, because it has happened before where they improve and they should do if they, if they've, if they've got it right. Then let's hope they bloody have. So I'm with you. Yeah. But anyway. Thank you, everyone, as always, guys. Uh, big thanks to our Patreons, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Uh, we do talk about our Discord channel. That's something that we're on there with our dis uh, Patreons, aren't we, Dave? Everyone watching the show and chatting and stuff. So don't feel like you're left out, guys. So it is something. If you want to become a Patreon, it is available there. Me and Dave watch it along with you guys as well at night. So that's really good. Um, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So, as always, the roll call of honour is Tom, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Joanna, Katie, Didi, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Lauren, and Lucky Lulu Green. And also, Dave, now Joe or Joanna, is one of our patrons, our good friend, Joe Russell. We played her um, message the other day. Yeah, she was giving me a bit of stick on Twitter, Dave, regarding the sofa incident. <laughs> I've got a few people message me. Sam has told me to correct it and say she didn't go um, nuclear 
Like she normally would, Dave. She wasn't happy with me at all. I was panicking. I was shriveling. <laughs> she loved the fact that you wanted the microphone leaving. I was. Yeah, I was. I was absolutely shitting it. Uh, but yeah, I did get a bit of stick. So Sam loved that, Joe, as well. So uh, really good fun, Dave. But yeah, she did say I have to correct it because she didn't go full on Samantha Phelps, Dave. She went, you're an idiot. Why have you done this? We have no sofa. And uh, that was the end of the conversation. She's ground down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just resigned to, what have you done now? I mean, I did try and spin it, as you know I can, Dave, to be annoying. I did say, well, at least he's not boring living with me. And she's like, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, because there's always some harebrained scheme or something. I've not, You know me, Dave, I don't think these things through. I just jump in. As you say, I jump out of the plane without a parachute. You're the guy who's double, double, triple check your parachute before you even attempt to jump out. And I've already gone. And I'm like, ooh, here we go. So, yeah, I can't disagree with any of them comments. But anyway, mate, thank you for today and another great episode of our Not Daily podcast. Yep, totally not daily. Thank you very much, sir. And probably we'll speak to you again tomorrow. (laughs) Bye. Bye now. (laughs) 